Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Conversations Music Edition. My very special guest is Dawson Schultz of the band The Ongoing Concept. Their new album, Places, came out in October through Solid State, and it is one of the best albums of 2017. Dawson is very open and honest in this conversation. I think you're really going to love it. And I'm going to play a track from Places to give you a taste of the album. We'll start off with You Will Go. But before we do that, I just want to mention I was so used to saying Dawson's name incorrectly before that when I said it correctly at the beginning of the show, I thought I had actually said it incorrectly. But you will hear it there. I did say it right. But that's besides the point. Enjoy the conversation with Dawson. And here's You Will Go. Enjoy.
All right, everyone, welcome back to Ian Hates Conversations Music Edition. I am very, very excited tonight because my special guest is Dawson Schultz of the band The Ongoing Concept. I already screwed up your name. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, man, it's fine, dude. Don't worry about it. Everyone gets it wrong. I don't know I why. It's, I, it's because you look at it um, and it looks like Schultz. Right. And it looks like it should have a long Z, you know, Schultz. That's how it's spelled, but it's not pronounced that way. And I don't know why. I don't know why ever. I believe my grandfather changed his um, last name. Um, are you are you are you are you airing right now, or is this is this? Did you start? Oh yeah, I started. Hey, you started. Okay, cool. Well, sorry to anyone that just heard that because <laughs> I I was yeah. Anyways, okay. I I figured I would be open about messing up the first part because I am excited to speak with you and sometimes that does come out when I'm talking so I figured why not just circumvent everything that would go around editing that and just mention it yeah no it's fine um you can just keep this whole part in I don't care <laughs> um I uh, I mean when it comes to my last name it's, it's weird I've, I don't think I've ever I've only met a couple people in my life that have just instantly said Dawson Schultz yeah in general they always say Schultz because it's weird and I think my grandfather back in the day, um, I think it used to be Schultz. It's a U-L-T-Z. Oh, sure. And for some reason, he he um, they ch- changed it to S-C-H-O-L-Z. And I don't know the reason why, um, but they wanted to keep the sound of it without the name spelt that way. So it's a really weird thing. And I've, yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting. But um, no worries on your end, man. <laughs> Glad to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Stoked to talk to you. So. No, thank you very much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. How are you doing tonight? Of course. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm recording a band right now. Um, awesome. They're awesome. They're from my area. And uh, we've just been chilling, um, hanging out, drinking some G&T. <laughs> what time is it? You Seven. know what time it is. Oh, oh it's 7 for you. 4 for, for me. me. Yeah. yeah that's right. I, every time a band comes over, they always... It always bring over alcohol. It's like almost impossible not to indulge whenever someone, you know, because it's just hanging and we're just editing drums all day. So it's like boring stuff. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's my day today. Oh, very um, nice. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, before we even get into that, cause I'm definitely going to follow up on that. You said your area, are you in Idaho right now? Or are you somewhere else? Uh, yes, I'm in Idaho. So I live, um, I live in, Coeur d'Alene, um, which is a small little uh, town, not town, but city, mm-hmm. uh, northern Idaho, like pretty close to Canada. We're only about um, two hours away, two hours north. And I'm, I'm from Canada, so I'm Canadian. Right. And so I, um, I'm only about two hours away from where I grew up, uh, which was right on the border of Canada. And um, I, was, I never lived in Canada. I was just born there because oh. it was closer to go to the Canadian hospital than it was to go to the American hospital. Uh. So my parents are Canadian though. They just, they were able to come over like a long time ago because their grandpa, my mom's, my mom's dad was American and they were able to become American citizens because of him being um, an American. Right. So when, when they became American citizens, I became an American. So I am dual citizen now, but yeah, I was born in Canada and then we moved like two hours south, which is where we are now. 
in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So, yeah, this is my hometown. Very, uh, very beautiful. I I think it's the coolest place in the world, but that's just because I'm biased because I've lived here <laughs> so long. I, I mean, I tour all the time, and right. I go to these places, and I go, damn, I wish I was back in Idaho again. <laughs> this this place sucks. Like, this is, the landscape is nothing. There's, there's no lakes. There's no hometown feel. I mean, there's sometimes I feel hometown-ish cities, but mm-hmm. not not like this place. So Interesting. Very lucky to be here. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know a whole lot of bands that come from Idaho. Really only <laughs> the ongoing concept. That's really it. Do you know anyone? Is there is there a scene in Idaho that you're able to work <laughs> on? Really? I mean, uh, there's a band. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of bands. There's a band called Extortionist. Oh, have you heard of a band called Extortionist? Yeah, I think. Didn't they just have an album come out this year? I think so. I mean, they're like really heavy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're signed to anything, but they're from here, kind of. Okay. Um, like it's kind of weird. Like I actually recorded uh, their first like two ever songs like like four years ago. Oh wow. Um, okay. And they were all like local, and then uh, they got, they just got that Joel guy from Rings of Saturn recently. So like they've uh. become they become more of like a band that has members scattered around. But they started here in Idaho. Interesting. Um, I don't know if that's what they claim to be from anymore. But their lead vocalist Ben is like lives like uh, like I don't know twenty minutes away from me. So okay, like it's, they're definitely like a local local band i would or i like a, a band that's been from the local area before yeah and you mentioned you know doing your producing and working with a band right now is it hard to get bands to come out to you being in idaho and i i know i'm talking about this like it's a faraway land and i know it's not it's just you don't often hear uh, bands talk about idaho you know you're talking about yeah, new york no, mass it, you know. it is it is super tough man like i I can't, um, I can't get anyone. Like, I basically just have to focus on the local bands. Unfortunately, like I've been trying to get. I mean, I've done all of my albums, so I feel right. like I have at least a bit of like credibility. Credi- credibility. <laughs> yep. To do, like la- bands on labels or something. Right. And I just can't get into the business, and I don't know if it's because I suck or if it's because <laughs> most people don't want to come out of this way. But like, I think about it that way, and I go. Joey Sturgis like lived in a freaking mobile home oh, yeah. and was recording bands in the middle of Indiana or something, wherever he was from. And right. he made that work. I don't know why anyone can't come out to Idaho because I feel like, you know, I have Seattle. I have, yeah. um, I have like Denver. I have, um, Salt Lake city. I even have like Sacramento within about a thousand mile radius. Like there's so many bands in those areas that I just don't get, any work, and it might just because be because I don't, I don't really have time. Like I'm always touring and stuff. That's and true. Maybe I just haven't proved myself enough or something. It's just hard to get into the the producing business these days. Everyone's got a basement studio right. now, so <laughs> that is very true. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, you know, you, um, I think the hardest part about um, just being in Idaho mostly is just a lot of bands record a lot of albums in the late 
fall to springtime because mm-hmm. that's when no one's touring. Right. And it's really kind of sketchy to try to get into Idaho around those times. Like you got to go over um, like the Monta- Montana summit, like the Rocky Mountains and stuff. Right. And you got to go over summits and going over a summit in December is mm-hmm. basically a death warrant right. <laughs> to an extent. I mean, like literally we've had to do it so many times. And even in like this April, we went on tour mm-hmm. and we were like, Oh, it's April. Like Montana should be fine. No, we get hit with this blizzard snowstorm. We had to like pull over and, you know, everyone's just like semi trucks are like, you know, flipped over and wow. all this stuff. And it's like, this is April and we're still <laughs> dealing, with, dealing with this. So yeah, it gets, it gets pretty gnarly right. around here. So I think a lot of people are just weary of even trying to attempt coming here. So yeah. Yeah. I guess that does make sense. And you mentioned you've been on tour for a while. You went out with Idola and you did CD release parties and concerts for places, which is the new album that just came out. And we'll yeah. definitely get to that. Yeah. I mean, we we definitely we definitely haven't toured as much this year because we spent um, like five months writing and recording. Right. This, this album was like a really, I mean, every album that I write, people will go into the studio for like three weeks mm-hmm. with like some producer and they'll get an album busted out. It takes me like five months to make it happen because I, I just I can't. I just, it takes, I'll sit there for like ever trying to just write a simple riff because nothing in my brain seems good enough. So I like scrap uh, so much shit all the time. Yeah. And it's just like, I can't go into a studio like on a time frame that will <laughs> kill me. I will get an ulcer right. after like two days. <laughs> That's why you have your own studio. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say though, and we're going to jump around for sure. I will say that five months plus was definitely worth it because places is amazing. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. One of my favorite albums of 2017, it just came out of nowhere and I appreciate that hard work that went into it. I guess Mm -hmm. in general, can you go into the album a little bit? Because I could definitely spout out everything about it, but I'm sure people would really enjoy hearing you talk about it a little bit. What was it like for you actually writing this album? Uh, It sucked ass. (laughs) It sucked so much. Like, I mean, I love writing. Right. um, And I love creating new music, but um, this was the most stressful, like... um, I uh, I just had a really hard time finding inspiration. I mean, okay. it was just one of those times where a lot of personal things were going on mm-hmm. for just my personal life, like you know, um, you know, uh, just random, like random things, just all over the place. Right. And uh, on top of that, you know, um, my band, you know, they're working full time, and a lot of personal things happen for them too this year Mm -hmm. and it was really tough finding any time to just like work and get stuff done with them because they you know they work like they work concrete and stuff so they're like working 16 hour days right and then it's like hey do you guys want to like work on writing or even just recording you know drums or guitar and it's like did i just i just like did concrete for 16 hours like i'm literally going to die like if i I can't record drums right now, you know, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that's, that was really tough. And I, I wanted to make sure that everyone had their involvement in the record. I didn't want to do the entire thing myself. I'm used to doing it that way, but 
I, this time around, I really wanted to make sure that people were introducing their talents into the, the record sure. and make it as much their own as it was mine. So um, it was just really tough. And like honestly, when I when I write an album, I don't want to be the same. And Saloon was one thing, right? Which was cool. And Handmade was a step up. But it's like, and Handmade was maybe this is like the biggest point right here. Mm-hmm. Handmade was something that took people to a different level of the ongoing concept and the fact we built our own instrument right. and did all this stuff. And I'm like, how the hell do I go from here? Like, how <laughs> can I make an album that is like that? I can't. I can't right. do it again. You only do it once. And it took off so well. And so I'm writing this record and I'm like, how do I do something? So Places originally was actually supposed to be a concept like Handmade where we were supposed to, um, uh, we were going to record a song in a different location every mm-hmm. every song. Oh, sure. Like in random in random places, not like random studios like Dave Grohl does with Foo Fighters or something like that. That's boring. I, <laughs> I wanted to do something like, I wanted to like do something on a dock, you know, like oh, have a sure. boat. Yeah, anchor it out and like record the sound of us playing like have the drums all mic'd up and have like the room mics like away like kind of like you know 20-30 feet away from the docks you get all this like weird I just wanted it to all sound different right. and the fact that we just uh, recorded all of it in different places you know I want to do one like in a really big like cathedral like type church or like I even wanted to do a song in a in our trailer uh, that we tour in Oh, sure. um, because the song was about just being on tour and I felt it'd be cool if like we if we recorded it in the trailer and um, it just ended up not working out because we just we ran out of time um, but that didn't take away from what we wanted that was my original idea for places was that I I so I, I stressed out so much I was like contacting people trying to find places for all these different areas and I just got so burnt out with everyone's schedules right. and all the personal crap that I was going through um, that I just said, screw it. We'll just do it in the studio. Like we've always done it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm so, I'm so comfortable with that. And, um, but I still wanted the concept to be there. And the concept was just more of a, it's a more of a lyrical and musical concept, which is just talking about all the stories that I think all of us have had in our past and, mm-hmm. and all the places we've been. And that it just, that was the original concept to begin with. So they just went with that. Um, I wish that I, I still kind of want to do something with the whole idea of doing something in different locations right. um, in the future, but uh, like maybe do a, like a acoustic album or something of, of all of the play, songs on places, but like in those areas that oh, we were wanting to do them in. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Like yeah. something like that. Cause I still want to utilize that idea, but yeah, it was just really tough writing a record um, to succeed what handmade was. Cause it, it was an out of the box, not just out of the box uh, musically, but just out of the box in <laughs> in, in general. Right. Um, with it, it, yeah, and I just didn't know how to top that. So I just felt like we had to top it with our music and make the music be way better. So I just was so stressed trying to write these songs. I went on and on and on and on and on, scrapping songs, scrapping songs, you know. Right. Screaming at my computer, being like, <laughs> "Fucking a! I can't fucking do this shit anymore." You know, because it's just so hard sometimes. I'd imagine so. But I would say, and not to interrupt too much, 
But I would say that with all three of your full-length albums, they've all been different. I don't know if even saying you stepped out of the box more on this one or more on Handmade, I think all three of them have been really different. And this one with Places, it seems like your lyrical content and what you're doing is self-aware maybe. So when you're self-aware, that's even being a lot different from what quote-unquote normal bands would do as well. So like when you say self-aware, like self-aware of the fact that we're not the, the same or something? Is that what you mean? Not only that you're not the same, but that you are also trying to be different. That you're acknowledging oh. the way you were in the past by doing what oh, you're doing of now. Course. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of references to the album that go back to other references from other songs mm-hmm. from previous albums. And, and I, th- I think this album was more of a... Um, it, it's just... The past two years of my life have changed so much in every way. And I feel like I've become more of an adult. Um, like, I don't feel like I'm a young adult anymore. I feel like I'm actually kind of domesticated and, and kind of boring. Like, I don't, I don't hang out with people very often. Like, I don't go, like, uh, I don't really party to begin with. Like, I never was that kind of guy. Sure. Um, but, like, I don't go to social gatherings, I guess that's the way to put it. Like, I just don't. I like to, and even now, even more so, I used to kind of hang out with friends, like, in groups, you know, Mm -hmm. go to, like, a movie or go to a bar or something, whatever. Nowadays, I find myself caring more about hanging out with my cats, hanging out with my girlfriend, watching Netflix. Like, it's so cliche and boring (laughs) and stupid. Um, I find myself, like, planting, like, I I love, like, growing crop, like, like plants. Like, I, I grew a bunch of tomatoes this year, and, um, garlic and onions and all this stuff and I, nice. I, it's like I'm like what what am I who am I now like am I this boring you know and, and people will be like you, you want to come hang out with us like do you guys want to come over here and we can just have a not hang out like just <laughs> you know like I'll be like I don't know I'm just so boring like it's just horrible but it's I like it like I enjoy it and I think that has made me realize like the, the places that have, I, I always say it that way. Like, I was just always like, the places I've been on tour mm-hmm. and the places I'm, have made me the way that I am, which right. is basically like boring because the last thing I want to do in this world when I come home is go to a show. Ah. Like, literally, the last thing I want to do after touring for a month is go to a show. Right. And the last thing that I want to do when I get home is socialize i just want to do nothing i socialize all day long when i'm on tour that's right. all i do i talk to fans i talk to you know just random people i talk to homeless people that want money for me right you know like i talk non-stop and then i do a show and wear myself out vocally and then i go and sleep in a bench seat it's like no i don't want to go out i just want to stay home this is my <laughs> this is my sanctuary now this is my man cave man so um with all of that uh i just feel like that has made me who i am now is just being in all these places seeing culture seeing you know different types of people um seeing how the world is um from a viewpoint that's not from idaho Mm -hmm. um not like in a racist way or anything i'm just saying like A lot of people, like my mom or something, will just be like, you know, we're in Florida. And I feel like I'm deviating from the question altogether. I don't know. I'm no. just rambling like I told you I was going to do. <laughs> um, no, but like, so 
I'm just, I'm just so like, uh, I'm um, just very uh, numb to mm-hmm. this country now. Like as far as just, I've seen almost everything you can see. I've, I think there's only like, you know, three states, Hawaii, Maine, and Alaska that I've never been to. Oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah. Out of touring, you know, and yeah, I've yeah. seen almost, I've probably been to all, like probably at least half of the Walmarts in this entire country. <laughs> Um, cause we always stay in Walmart parking lots. I've seen every type of thing you can see. It's right. just like, I think the only thing I haven't seen is probably someone getting shot like straight up. I've never seen that happen. Well, let's hope but that doesn't happen. I hope that doesn't happen. But I mean, <laughs> I, I, I hear things. I hear about bands being robbed. At right. Point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, luckily it's never happened to me. Very fortunate to not have anything bad happen. Never even been in a car or a, a van accident or anything like that. So That's good. very lucky. But I, I get to see all this stuff, and I come home, and I'm just like, I just, you know, I, I guess I guess I'm just still very, um, I feel like jaded. I've seen it all, and I, I the last thing, I'm, not jaded. I mean, yeah, I'm a little jaded sometimes. Yeah, the the way that people treat each other in certain places is stupid. Right, right. Um, but it makes it builds my character up so much, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can understand. A lot of bands might understand that. Um, Absolutely. And a lot of People like truck drivers, semi-truck drivers, all those people that travel around the country, around the world in, in general, mm-hmm. they get to see so many things, and it kind of builds their character up and, and brings them out of their bubble that they've been in their whole lives. Right. And so I just feel, I feel jaded. I feel a little bit, and I feel like I know more about the culture and, and the way that the country runs mm-hmm. based on the fact that I've actually been in the heat of it. I've right. seen, I mean, we were just in, like Texas, when like two days after that hurricane happened, mm-hmm. we were in Florida two days before that hurricane happened. Uh, yeah, and you know it's like my mom's like, Dawson, be so careful. Like the hurricane's gonna hit you in Florida. And I was at my I was at a band that we played with uh, a band called Atmosphere. Yeah, I was at their house, the bass player's house, and I was like, so you guys you guys scared for Hurricane Irma? And he was like. Nah, not really. We're just gonna have a hurricane party. I'm like, what's that? He's like, that's when everyone goes out, and um, we we basically just all get together at the safest house we can find, and we just all get super wasted because the power's gonna go out. Yep. We just have a hurricane party. It's fun. <laughs> and I'm like, well, ninety percent of Americans think that everyone's dead. So it's funny that everyone's having a party down in Florida, but the media is you know showing over here in Idaho that everyone's just dying you know like right. this, this massive and i mean it was bad like it was oh, sure. obviously horrible but um it's just so weird to see it from that perspective and then on the other spectrum of things people are like from florida it's actually funny the same band capstan mm-hmm. they we went we toured with them at the beginning of the year and we had studs on our tires and i don't know if you've ever heard of studs the studs are um these like little uh like metal things that you put that, yeah, uh, for snow in and your stuff, tires right? and for snow. Yeah, yeah. For ice and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it gives you more traction in the winter. And right. they were like, what is, what are, what are those tires? Like, <laughs> did you guys get a bunch of nails stuck in your tires? They're like, no, those are studs. <laughs> They're like, we've never heard of that. And I'm like, and it, it comes, you know, it, you start to figure out too. Like they were saying that in Florida, the media makes like a big snowstorm happening in Idaho or like Montana or something look like it is the end of the world. Right. And we're like, 
and it, like we're just like it's another it's another winter man like <laughs> what do you do you know so it's just so weird how perspectives change when you come on tour and i've learned so much about how people live their lives all right. over the country and i think that's made me who i am now and going back to places you know places of been make you who you are and the places you go will make you become and that was kind of that whole thing kind of just started becoming a full circle and i started you know bringing my my guys and the rest of the band into this idea and that a lot of them have been through a lot of shit themselves mm-hmm. um you know and so they really thought it was a great way to describe life in general so they they brought um some of their stories you know in a metaphorical way into the album and um i think that just this whole album really just um depicts things that have happened to all of us um and I think it can be relatable in so many ways. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of people already tell me that they listen to the song and they they get a completely different thing than what I wrote the song about from it. Oh sure. But it 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 it, it um, works for them. Like they get it, and it it helps them relate to the song more, even though the song was never meant in the way that they're relating it to. Because I try to keep it as not vague, but like as metaphorical as possible mm-hmm. to make sure that everyone is um able to get something out of it and it's cool to hear that people don't hear a specific exact lyric thing it's it's all in what they believe in in translated as so right. that's been cool that was a really long that was a really <laughs> long way to talk about that one question but no. i feel like i might have answered several other questions from that yeah question. <laughs> and gave me plenty of things to work off of as well so i appreciate cool. that too so yeah on one of those notes when you say that the band around you brought in ideas, you know, stories of their lives for this, how did you go about writing from what you've experienced and then what they've experienced and kind of putting it together? How'd you do that? Um, I mean, like, I wrote a lot of the the music. Um, I, 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 uh, I came in, I mean, that was, that was the hard part about it. I really wanted to make sure that everyone had their, their voice. Mm-hmm. And then, and with what I was saying before, with them working so much, it was tough. So I did have to take on the reins and do a lot of it myself, um, which is fine. That's how it's always been. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, they they were very creative. They were working on their own um, lyrics, some, some lyrically stuff. And also, um, they were writing on their own stuff. And then they would come over and, and we would just jam pack it all into uh, like a couple days of just us recording straight everything that they had um and then kind of working around what they had had what they had and then you know they would have to go back to work and then i would come in and, and, and try to figure out you know because like when you're writing a song i'm writing and recording at the same time so right. like most of the stuff that we record especially vocals and stuff mm-hmm. are basically like demos to an extent ah. because um, I have the recording equipment to keep them at pristine quality, right. so I don't have to redo them. Like a lot of people will, will record on GarageBand and then they'll go to a studio somewhere else and then redo it all again. Sure. And since I have nice microphones and nice preamps and Pro Tools and everything, I can just once it's done, like if they felt it in the moment mm-hmm. and it sounds good, we can keep it. So oh, nice. you know when they when they were coming over and recording guitar tracks or recording bass or vocals or um, sometimes drums, you know, like 
drums are harder to do. You got to really spend time to make those sound good. So like we had to really dedicate a full on like week for that. But ah, sure. when you're doing, when you're doing demos, kind of my demos basically can be the final product if the, the, the feelings there. So that was a nice thing was, you know, I wouldn't hear from them for like a few days, six days or something. Cause they've been working all week. And then they'd come over and like on their spare time when they'd been like at home, eating food or something you know they're writing little parts and so they come over we write write all that stuff down and then while they were working again i'd be kind of like throwing in my thoughts creating drum loops and stuff and doing all that stuff mm-hmm. um doing my own vocals on top of the stuff that they've written or something and then i'd just be adding like you know my stuff on top of that so um yeah so they like to say they like wrote a, a a breakdown or something and then i'd you know i'd have that I'd map it out with yeah. the drums and and then I would uh when they were gone I would then create the, the rest three quarters of the song or something and and then um when they would come over again, you know, I'd I'd sit down with them and they would help me with lyrics and put in their own Because a lot of times they had a lot of uh I don't know, it's like they had a lot of it's not like they were there always. And that's that was that's something that I wish will happen in the in the future. Mm-hmm. Um I really want to do our next album like in a studio that's not here. Ah. Somewhere where we actually have to like maybe not have a producer. Like I can still do it, but mm-hmm. like if we actually moved everything, like if we just went to a studio, rented a studio out for like three weeks or something, mm-hmm. and just every day from like seven AM till seven PM we're just having to be in the same room together and get this stuff figured out. Yeah. Um that's the one thing that kind of sucks about this record and every record we've ever done is that everyone's got their schedules and it's such a comfort zone to be in your hometown. You know, you're, you're still working and recording, but that also means that you're not dedicating a full amount of time to getting the record done. So, uh, which, which is okay with me because it allows me to sit on it for a while too. So True. that's why it took so long to make this record. It probably took like four months, five months. Right. Um, you know, so, uh, but yeah, they, they, the band definitely brought in a lot of their own, um, music, um, stuff, uh, their ideas and, and everything. And, and on top of that too, they, you know, the lyrical content, and it wasn't always like them writing lyrics. It was a lot of just things that they have dealt with. And you start with something, start with a verse, you know, mm-hmm. um, like being, like there's a song called Domesticated on there. Yeah. And that was like. I literally just brought up the term. I was like, we're all, like, we all are domesticated in, in this band. Like, we, oh, sure. you know, Ian and, Ian and Cody, or um, Ian and Andy have two kids apiece, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they work full time. Cody's, uh, he doesn't have any kids, but he's pretty domesticated too. And so it was like, that was something that we all were able to like relate to and collaborate all together lyrically. And it was just, you start something and it just starts spiraling into a cool lyrical thing that everyone kind of collaborates on and um it so it's more personal that way i feel like we all can relate to it as a band right and um usually before other song other albums we just kind of like come up with something random you know Mm -hmm. and then just start talking about it this one was really like much more personal lyrically for us so yeah yeah wow (laughs) i hope that answered that question that was (laughs) i might have gone off topic no i Really enjoy hearing this stuff. And what I think is really interesting on top of what you were saying, you kind of mentioned 
you doing a lot of the things for previous albums and that you were really reaching out to be more collaborative. So that yeah. to me is interesting mm -hmm. because normally it's the other way around. It's a band is very collaborative and then someone ends up doing most of the work and they're like, ah, I don't like to hear anyone else's opinion. I would rather be in control of everything and go forward that way. You're actually looking to outreach to people. I want this to be more collaborative. Yeah, I've done it myself the same way for so long. I mean, like, previous albums obviously have their own little creativeness, mm -hmm. creative elements from other members, but um, I wanted to make sure on this one that it was a full-on, you know, group effort because I feel like that that's how a lot of bands, I don't know, I feel like I just wanted to go out of my comfort zone because that's the thing is that if I kept writing the same stuff again, mm -hmm. Um, I would start sounding the same. It would just be handmade 2.0, honestly, mm -hmm. because I am not the best musician in the world. Um, I can play, I mean, I, I play drums, I play guitar, I play piano, I do whatever I've done all in my life. But I am only as good as I am. I'm not, I, I'm not progressing because I never practice. Never, I'm, I'm so busy doing everything else. I'm doing, you know, producing the music, mixing it, mastering it, doing music videos. Mm -hmm. You know, creating shirt designs. I'm always doing everything but just sitting down practicing skills on the guitar or something. Uh, you know, like, it's not what I... I have not practiced the guitar in probably, like, four years, honestly. Like, I know how to play the guitar as best as I know how to play the guitar. So, mm -hmm. if I don't have an outside source that can do something different than what I can do, that means that I am putting myself in a box and I obviously you know I don't like being in a box no, no. that's the last thing I want to be right so this album was tough in a good way in the fact that I, I did have to let the reins go and let you know Andy and Cody and Ian do what they wanted to do and sometimes I like to bring it back in and go I don't like that but I had to I, you know at the same time if I do it the way I want it to sound like, it's going to sound like me again. Uh, and I don't, I can't be me that, I can't be me over and over again. I can be me when I want to be me. And I'm, when I say me, I mean like, I have things that I do. I have, I have guitar riffs that I consistently play that sound similar to other riffs I've played in other songs. Or I have drum beats that I write that sound very similar to other drum beats that I've written in the past. And the same with my vocals, I have a very bad tendency of doing the same type of phrasing or the same type of, you know, little ad-lib things that I do all the time. And without someone else pulling back me a little bit and going, hey, let's do this instead, mm -hmm. play this, this new album would probably sound much more like just a ripoff of handmade than it would have been an album that stands more alone in itself. Sure. So... Hmm. But, you know, it's, I guess it's just hard. You, and, and that's why I scrapped so many songs, because I didn't want to write the same album again. Right. Like, that just sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to bring bands into the mix. Like, I'm not going to. But there are bands out there. <laughs> no, there can't are be. <laughs> se seven albums in, and they, it's like the same, the first album that they wrote, 7.0. Like, that's where they're at. Right. And somehow they're still doing it. Or they're not doing it, whatever. But the thing is, is I, I hate that. Like, I don't need to hear the same thing. I want to hear progression. Yes. Um, and I, I, I use these bands as a reference point 
I'm not really influenced by music. I don't listen to music hardly ever. Like, I think music kind of sucks. Wow. Okay. Because I listen to it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I drive, when I drive my van um, on tour, I don't listen to music at all. It's just silence. Yeah. I love silence. It's oh. the best. Um, and uh, so I use these two bands, though, because for some reason, I don't know why. Um, they are, inspire me. They inspire me everything but their music, even though some of their music is okay. I reference Bring the Horizon yep. because they have progressed. Every single album they have progressed. Right. It is inspiring to me to see the band go from where they started to where they are now, which is a pop band, basically. Yeah. But that's cool. Like, I love that. The fact that you are able to do that from start to finish, and, and now you're even bigger than you were before. Right. Like, that is impressive. I aspire to be that. I hope someday our band will captivate people the same way that they do. I don't think that their music's the greatest. That's fine. But it's still cool mm-hmm. um, that they've been able to do that. Um, brand New is another band. Sure. I don't really like Brand New. People might hate me for saying that. I just don't. My girlfriend loves them. It's like her favorite band. Whatever. <laughs> but the thing is that they can do what they just did like a month ago or, or whatever where they released that album like the day before it came out or something. Like yeah. I don't even... That is amazing. The fact that they have captivated people's minds so much in that fact is... It's just cool. It's like... It's incredibly like inspirational to me to see that. So like when I think of music, when people ever ask me, what are you influenced by? I'm like, I'm influenced by like the way the bands have captivated people's like minds mm-hmm. over time. Right. Like, I don't, I don't like bands that go from zero to a thousand in one year. Those bands fall off the face of the earth before they even know that they were on top of the world. You know, right. they're, they're over and done. Um, I don't, that's not, and even if their music's okay, the thing is, is that there's these bands that just have longevity to them. I like timeless bands. I guess every time I die is a good one too. They, yeah. They've been doing so much, but they're also a band and I don't want to be like dingy and, and, and extremist. But I mean, they, a lot of their records sound pretty similar to me, but that's, that's just my opinion. Oh, but sure. They still have been able to captivate people's lives in a cool way and they keep getting bigger and bigger and they have a lot of respect in the community and I really appreciate the amount of time and perseverance they've had to get where they're at. So I respect that. Um, but yeah, that's, I don't even know where I was going with that, but that's, <laughs> I start rambling and rambling and rambling, man. I'm really bad at it. Um, it's all interesting stuff though. So if you consider rambling as interesting, then that's what you've been doing. Okay. Well, if it's interesting, sweet. Um, Look, I talk to a lot of bands on the show and there are a few people that stand out to say like, Hey, that's a really interesting person that you spoke to. I would say the things Mm -hmm. that you are saying right now are (laughs) definitely way beyond that interesting spectrum for sure. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. I mean, my, my views of things are, really weird and different and i i try to be as like understanding of every aspect that's the thing too is like when it comes to how i um view like stuff um i try to be as neutral as i can because i feel like everyone has their own viewpoint about everything oh sure and i love i love learning new things and it's like 
Um, if if I had this interview with someone like you, I I really I I really enjoy this interview. Oh, good. Um, so I was gonna say I I, I is um elitist and as like not negative, but um, judgmental I am on every single aspect of every single thing about my life <laughs> and what I view about the world. Right. Um, I enjoy the fact that um, I like learning new things. So yeah. I think the thing is, is I, I mean, I, I, give, I give as much chance to a band as I can because I want to make sure that I don't go into it without knowing what they are mm-hmm. or... Um, just anything views in general. And, um, I don't know. I don't even know what I was going with that. I got really sidetracked. Um, <laughs> well, look, what I, was gonna say. I can, I can say yeah, this okay. for sure with what you were saying right now with wanting to learn about bands and, you know, their opinions and their, you know, thoughts on things, not just only the music itself. It's really why I do this show It's so that I can talk to people like you and find out, what makes you tick and what you like about what you do, what you don't like about what you do and your opinions mm-hmm. on things like this. That's what I enjoy. And that's why I do this. Yeah. And that's cool because when I, when I want to learn something new, I, I try to find things like this, you know, like there's lots of people that, um, you know, I'm kind of more of an, um, an actor. Like I, I kind of care a lot more about like, um, actors, like people like that, are in the filming world, you know, like the filming industry intrigues me because it's so much different than the music world. Um, it seems like, like I know that sometimes they cross match like Jared Leto or something, but, um, it's just a weird different thing. And it's really, it's really cool to see these people and how they live their lives and how they tick from an actor standpoint. Cause like I, obviously I, I direct all our music videos. So I'm, constantly in film you know I'm, I'm i have all these cameras and lenses and all this stuff i'm dealing with and it's i don't know i guess basically the best way to put it is i love watching movies with the commentary on oh, all the time sure. like it's my favorite thing because i get to see and hear these actors going oh at this scene we use like a 35 millimeter lens it was really cool like because we were able to pan back and it it's like all this stuff you never know about. Right. I love that stuff. I love learning, and it's like a commentary on a movie is, is like a is like listening to a podcast like this. You get to hear behind the scenes of how people are thinking, right? And where their minds are at, and that, that's it's really cool. I just, I don't know. I just care more about that part of it than the actual product. Like, even if I hate a movie, I'll mm-hmm. go back and watch the commentary, and <laughs> it's cool to like listen to it regardless even if i didn't like the outcome of the or like how it actually turned out at least i learned something different and um i feel like i've gained a lot of respect for people that i don't normally would like like Mm -hmm. right i hated i hated ben stiller for so long i thought (laughs) all the movies sucked (laughs) sucked and sucked and then i watched that walter mitty movie that he did Mm -hmm. and that's one of my favorite movies now and i like watch the commentary i watch like it like seven times like in a wow. row like I, I went to the theaters four times i've never done that in my entire life i was so intrigued by this video that amazing because wow. it was like i wanted to give ben stiller a chance and i was like here we go another <laughs> one of those movies and it was like i was blown away i was like what the heck is this movie this is so good so that's just how i try to be with music and and just in the arts in general cause yeah. i think uh 
but I am very elitist sometimes too. So that's, that's my downfall. I, I try to be as neutral as I can be, but I'm also very mean and very blunt with people when it comes to how I feel about certain things. Right. So, and then maybe that's another part of this whole album places is that the older I get, the more I, I want to hold myself back and give someone a chance to impress me right. instead of me just instantly saying, you suck or something, you know? <laughs> Well, let me no. let me say first of all that was so different than any answer I've ever received about movies and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Would you do the same? By the way, would you do the same for an album? Where let's just say for Bring Me the Horizon, if they went ahead and they might have done this, and maybe I just didn't see it. If they did a commentary for That's the Spirit, and they just went through and they explained not only maybe how they made the tracks, but also the meaning behind them as well. Would you enjoy that more than listening to the album itself? Uh, yeah. Uh, and actually, it's funny because I'm pretty sure they did that, and I think I listened to the whole thing. Interesting. Wow. That I, I have I never could be heard wrong. anyone. If, if someone has done that, and I feel like it was them. I really do feel like it was for that's the spirit, um, or if it's not eternal. I can't remember. It, I'm so I'm so like positive that they yeah. did it for something it would make sense if they did i know a lot of bands have i've had bands on the show do track by track commentary that's actually a really cool idea i actually like that idea maybe i want to take that up because i've been wanting to do that I, I maybe i'll do that thanks for giving me that idea i totally didn't even think about that no absolutely and um by the way and not to not to skew anything but if you ever want to mm-hmm. come back on the show and do something like that i would be totally up for that I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should, uh, you should definitely, I mean, I have your number now, so we should definitely make that happen. Cause that'd be really cool. Yeah. That'll work awesome. out well. No, that'd be great. Well, Dawson, I know you do have a lot of stuff to do, so we should probably end things there. This was a great conversation. I know we can definitely go longer in the future, so we'll have to work that out. But for right now, I really want places to do well because I really do love the album. It was such a huge surprise for 2017. My co-host and I on the regular music show really, really enjoyed it. So we're going to have links in the description of the episode so people can go ahead and get all the ongoing concept merch, hopefully pick up the new album, old albums as well. But for right now, what's the best way for people to support you? Uh, I would just say keep buying the record. Um, I I think that... um... I would say just uh, keep looking out for tour dates and stuff. I know we're not doing much this, uh, this upcoming like winter, but mm-hmm. next year, most likely we'll be doing a bunch of tours and stuff. Um, but uh, we have you know a couple music videos that we're um, going to be shooting here uh, throughout the next few months. Um, so keep on looking for that. And um, yeah, just keep following us on Instagram and, and Facebook and all that stuff and just keep up to date with what we're doing. Uh, we're going to continue doing content. So awesome. Um, stay tuned for that. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. And once cool. again, thank you for taking your time to do this. This really was great for me and I look forward to the future for sure. Awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, it was a blast. So, um, yeah, have a good rest of the day and, and I hope to hear from you soon. Thank you. You as well, man.
everyone and i am back that track you just heard was domesticated by the ongoing concept i really had a lot of fun speaking with dawson and you can tell we just scratched the surface we talked off air and there are plenty of stories to get into so don't be surprised when that new episode comes around very soon i want to thank dawson for taking the time out of his busy schedule to be on ian hates conversations I'd also like to thank Amy for helping to set all of this up. I've been wanting to talk to Dawson for a long time. Obviously, I'm a big fan of the ongoing concept. So on that note, make sure to check the links in the description of the episode to support Dawson and the ongoing concept. Pick up places, check out Solid State Records, buy some merch, check tour dates, 
They also have brand new music videos coming out soon. You'll definitely want to see those. And if you enjoy conversations like that, and you can't wait till the next time Dawson's on the show, make sure to follow the other links in the description of the episode and subscribe to Ian Hates Music. Follow all of those links, help support the shows. It's always much appreciated. So let's end out this episode once again with another track from Places. This time, it's The Print. And I hope you love this like I do. And I will leave you, the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Just writing the coattails of another song. So, no, I don't want to do this one.